You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's another episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. Uh, Aurora, are you ready to discuss the television show, which I am now convinced is now a uh, a documentary about America's future, The Walking <laughs> yes. Dead? Yes. I'm convinced yes. that this is what's happening now. This show went from fiction to now being a documentary about our future. <laughs> it's a, we were watching a real documentary beamed into the past for us to view. Uh, I'm from... just gonna say this, Rick for president. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I don't know. Uh, I, Rick has been broken. I'm not sure. I don't, yeah. I'm not sure if he has the mental capacity to lead in such a in such a fashion. The real question I have for you is: Who would you rather have as president, Trump or Negan? Oh wow, that's a really hard question. That's, that is pretty tough. So far, Trump has yet to murder anybody, but he hasn't taken <laughs> office yet. Yes, I I can't. <laughs> it's too hard. It's too hard. It's it's too soon for both. It's too yeah. soon for after both of these people have done things for us. I need to, make to see more decision. of Negan to make the decision. <laughs> <laughs> what a vote of confidence! Uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about this week's episode. It's season seven, episode three. It's called the Cell. And uh, a, a, an apt title, because we spent most of this episode yeah. in one. Uh, so we join this episode in the midst of Negan's sanctuary, where Dwight uh, is serving Daryl a sandwich of... Uh, it's, a, it's a dog food sandwich. Dog food sandwich. Yum. Yeah. Uh, and Daryl is being kept inside a cell without clothes, Aurora. Now, yes. I know you sounded excited about this, but I'm telling you... <laughs> It looked like Daryl, he, he was naked, but it looked like he rolled around in a garage naked. Like, it looked like he was just filthy and well, oily. Well, he always, to be fair, he always looks filthy. Yeah, you know what? Touche. <laughs> You're kind of right about that. Yes. If that's part of his charm, I can now see how you might yes. think this is even hotter. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I concede that point to you. Yes. You can just look at his hair all the time. He looks super greasy. It, and it, right. And even though he was in this dark dungeon cell, it did kind of look the same the whole time. It didn't really look any yeah, worse. It, it did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's, he's, he's being kept in this cell under Negan's order. Uh, this is because uh, Daryl had attacked Negan in episode one of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to being tormented... Uh, they are also torturing him by playing extremely loud music to prevent him from sleeping. This is a common torture technique uh, that is used, unfortunately, still to this day. I think a lot of people don't necessarily yeah. consider it torture. It, in fact, is torture. It is. In this case, it is a song by the Collapsible Hearts Club called Easy Street. And this <laughs> song got on my nerves <laughs> after a while. It made me not want to sleep. Well, you know what? It is my ringtone. Is it now? <laughs> yes. 
Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> You're my hero. Aurora is my hero, everybody. Uh, that's so awesome. Okay, uh, Daryl has shown uh, the fate of other captives. They've become walkers. They just aimlessly, as their name suggests, walk around in a fenced-off area. And inside this fenced-off area, there are also some reanimated as walkers after being gored through uh, poles. It does not look like... Uh, uh, a good future for one Daryl Dixon if he does not yeah. play ball with Negan. Um, a failed escape engineered by Negan results in Daryl being beaten up by several of Negan's men uh, after Negan tells Daryl he's not going to kill him using Lucille this time. Uh, but still, Daryl will not kneel to Negan, and when he issues, uh, when Negan issues his demands, it is also revealed that Sherry, who is Dwight's ex-wife, is mm-hmm. now the wife of Negan, also property of Negan, uh, which also yeah. includes other women. Uh, it says here for unknown purposes, but I think we know what those purposes yeah, we, are. Yes. Negan has a harem, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Negan's harem. Uh, mm-hmm. During an encounter, Sherry cautions Daryl not to be foolish. Meanwhile, Dwight goes on a mission to bring back a runaway member of the group so that he can try to impress Negan and gain points due mm-hmm. to a falling out between them. Uh, this falling out, obviously, is when Dwight and Sherry and his sister uh, escaped Negan. Yeah. That's when Daryl met them for the first time. Uh, when Dwight finally finds this man named Gordon, he is forced to walk back to the sanctuary, but begs to be killed instead due to the miserable life that awaits him there. After some hesitation, Dwight shoots him in the head. Uh, or shoots him dead. It says dead here. Didn't yeah, shoot him in the head? he shoots him in the back. You should have shot he him in the head. He waits until he walks away, and that's when he yeah. shoots him. Shoots you, should him. Have, you should have shot him in the head if he was going to be kind. That would at least prevent him from turning into a zombie. That's true. Yeah, that's uh, true. After the mission, Dwight returns to Sanctuary and throws a photograph of Glenn's mutilated body inside the cell, hoping oh to break Daryl down to obedience. Mm-hmm. Due to feeling responsible for Glenn's death, after this trans- uh, after his transgression against Negan, the photo haunts Daryl, and he breaks down into tears while the song Crying by Roy Orbison starts playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they changed up the song, Aurora. He doesn't have to listen to Easy Street. <laughs> Although I'm sure that was kind of a dick move to show him this thing, and then he breaks down. Yeah, that was like, awful. Let's, let's play this Roy Orbison song about crying. Yeah. Poor Daryl. What did you think of the cell? I hate to see uh, Daryl cry. It was it was kind of uh, jarring, really. I, it makes me really upset. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so I, yeah, he strikes me as that kind of old fashioned men don't share their emotions. Yeah. thing, which I don't agree with. I think it's healthy to have emotions and to yeah, show yeah, them. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he doesn't have them. What I meant is it's healthy to, to let emotions out. Obviously, he has them. But it, yeah, but we've known, you know, we've known from the beginning that he's that type of character that yes. doesn't share his emotions. So when he um, finally does... It's, yeah, you know that he's hurting because... It's jarring and you, and you can tell exactly how really upset he is. Yeah. Which yeah. is quite clearly a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, continue with your thoughts about the episode. Other um, than I, being saddened by this, I don't want to, I don't want you to think that I'm biased okay. because it was a Daryl episode. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but I love this episode. Okay, I, I was I was waiting for you to say I only gave it five and a half geeky glasses. <laughs> I didn't want you to think I was biased. I was going to give it ten. Uh, I mean, I guess Daryl was in the episode, but I I mm. like the overall message. Yes. Of the episode where, you know, they kept trying to break him. And in the end, he, because everybody that's in Negan's group, every time they ask for their name, they say they're Negan. Yeah. Um, and that's what Negan is trying to do. He's trying to make Daryl say he is Negan. Um, and then in the end, he asks his name and he says Daryl. Right. Well, I mean, because that's how, that's how Negan protects himself, right? Right. If somebody comes right. looking for Negan, they say, I'm Negan. Right. We, we saw right. that many episodes back. And it's Rick, also a way Rick of, of controlling people as well. Yes. You know, you're well. not you. You're I'm stripping you of your identity. You're me. Um which is awful. Yes. Um but I thought it was a really good message that he mm-hmm. he will go through all that torture and pain just to protect his people. Yeah. And that was really cool. I liked it. Let me let me pose a question to you here because we uh, we laid Rick Grimes down on our uh, our psychiatry couch, and we, we <laughs> dissected him. Let's do the same with Daryl here, because I have a right. question for you. We, so you mentioned that, uh, and and I as well, that Daryl is the kind of character who does not. He puts on a, a mask. He does not let people see what he is actually feeling and thinking. Right, right. Uh, and Negan is trying to break Daryl. Mm-hmm. I pose this question to you. When, when Daryl sees the picture of Glenn and he breaks down into tears, near hysterical tears, mm-hmm. I, I ask you, do you believe that Daryl is already broken and he is trying not to let Negan know that he is? Like he's trying, mm-hmm. to, he's trying to hold it together so Negan, he does not, so Negan does not think that he is one, but secretly maybe Negan has won. Maybe... Maybe uh, Daryl was broken the instant Glenn was killed. Do you think that's possible, or do you think he's I, just, or do you think he's just now starting to break? I think that the Daryl that I think he is, the character that I think he is, mm-hmm. I think he just broke down because he's sad that Glenn is dead. Right. Um, but I think that he's he's not breaking down. I think he's just angry. Right. So he's because he tries to escape. He is he trying his best to get out of this place. So if he was breaking down, he would just give up. Yes. And just stay there, but he's trying, he's still a fighter. He's still trying to get out. So I think he's just angry at Deegan and he's smart and he's waiting for that moment where he can get away. Yeah. Um yeah, so I'm I'm torn. I'm not sure if his and, and by the way, I'm more along the lines with you on this. I don't think he's already broken, but I I feel like maybe it's it's one of two things. Maybe he is cracking a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is starting to get to him, uh, but it's also possible. And if he were smart, uh, and if he is as, as in control of his faculties and his uh, identity as a person as we seem to think he might be, then it's possible that we could see him perhaps try to convince Negan that he is how Negan wants him only yeah. to get him in a position to do something to Negan. Oh yeah, he's going to pull a Carol. <laughs> he's going to just become... Assassin's Carol? 
Oh, no, he's just going to he's just going to pretend to be someone he's not. Oh, right, 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 right. How yeah, and he pretended to be right. the, the, the goodly neighbor and everything. Yeah, that. yeah. And then, you know, he's going to wait. And he I think this was, that's what's going to happen. He's going to cave in. But I don't think it's because he's he's broken. I think it's because he's smart and he has a plan on how to get out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. <laughs> yes. Uh <laughs> I uh, I think that uh, I, I'm curious as to what you think this episode because I feel like they tried to uh, I think a lot of people went into this episode uh, diligently hating Dwight. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I think they made you they made you feel for him when Daryl met him the first time, mm-hmm. and then when he turned on him, and then he. Has killed members of the community, uh, and he's doing all of this to Daryl. But then, when we we peek behind the curtain a bit, I feel like they wanted you to to soften on him a little bit and yeah. kind of feel some empathy. Do you think that worked for you? It Do you did. Feel a little more uh, empathetic towards him. Yeah, it did. It, it worked. Yeah, I I feel like um, I mean it's it's like a. I think it might be like a, a a little bit mixed, but I I sort of feel like he's I, I do feel for him a bit because he is mm-hmm. kind of in a lot of I mean all of these people are in a very hard situation, mm-hmm. uh, so it's kind of understandable that people do desperate things to survive, uh, and being stuck with Negan seems like one of the more less desirable places to be. But if you play ball, it seems like it's maybe not so bad. Like the yeah. doctor who was treating. Daryl was like, no, mm-hmm. if you just, you know, go along with it, it's, it's, you know, it's not all that bad. He treats you pretty well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I, I think, it, I think it worked a little bit. They tried to soften him and kind of put you in his shoes a little bit and maybe see where he was coming from. Yeah. I mean, it has to be really awful to have to work for a man that's mm-hmm. He's you trying know, to- technically married. He's trying to protect ex-wife. his. He's trying to protect his sister. Well, he was trying to protect his sister. They, yeah. I believe Negan revealed that she's dead now. Yeah. Um, and you know that he's also trying to protect his ex, his ex wife, right? Like yes. she is with Negan, and he knows that at any point, Negan can use her to also, you know, manipulate him. So mm-hmm. it's it's a tough situation. It's yeah. It is not easy. No. Um. Yeah. Is there uh, is there anything else that you want to add uh, to this episode? Any any other memorable uh, moments for you? Uh, I feel so bad uh, by saying this, mm-hmm. but I love Negan. I mean, he's a great villain. He's so good. Yeah. He's so charismatic, and it's so hard to hate him. I I, I don't know if you're having the same problem. <laughs> I mean, I'm. It's. I mean, I, I still I I still happening? hate him, but it's it's like a weird hatred because he feels at times like such a regular guy. Yeah, and I kind, love kind of a kind of a pompous ass, but yes. by and large a regular guy. But yeah. then you're kind of reminded of what he does to people, right? But it's it's a, it's in a way that it's like. I love to see him on screen. Every scene that he's in, I'm engaged. Like I, I want more of him in the show. Have you seen? It, oh, go ahead, continue. 
which it, it feels wrong because he's a bad guy, but is he's doing such a good job that I just yeah, he's great. Uh, have you seen the cross pollination on that that has happened on Twitter between The Walking Dead and Supernatural? I've seen some of it. With, uh, so with, I, I follow Jensen Ackles on Instagram, and he yeah. shared a photo of himself holding Lucille. Yeah, Jensen Jensen Ackles and Jeffrey Dean Morgan had a back and forth conversation on Twitter, <laughs> uh, where Jeffrey Dean Morgan was more or less playing like Negan and Papa Winchester, or basically the same person. Was mm-hmm. kind of how this conversation was going because he's like, you know, hey, hey, Dad, found this in the in the in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he's like, son, I'm going to need that back. I need it by Sunday. You're going to have to FedEx it to me. And <laughs> yeah. um, uh, they went back and forth. They, there's giggles about uh, a leather jacket and a red scarf. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's like, I already gave you my car. He's like, you should send me back my bat. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> he's like, I kind of did die for you. Uh, yeah. Just they had such an awesome uh, back and forth. And I do believe... Oh I do believe the guy, um, the actor who plays Abraham, hopped in on on oh, yeah? this Twitter banter, and he's like, "You just had to get that bat to him by Sunday, didn't you?" Uh, <laughs> you know, if, if 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 Jensen had sent it, you know, uh, regular business delivery, it would have taken him, you know, three to five business days, and maybe Abraham would still be alive. I don't know. I mean, uh, <laughs> I am I am a hundred percent confident that is if Sam and Dean lived in this world, yeah. they would rule the zombie apocalypse. Oh yeah. They would be sure. the rulers of this world. I believe I believe you are correct as well. Yes. Um I and in fact I think we now I mean look, Supernatural's been on the air for so many years. I think we could probably do with a, a crossover between Supernatural and Walking Dead. Oh, I mean they yes. have kind of done everything else on that show. So why not let's just let's I the mean internet, the internet will break. If that happens <laughs> That will be the uh, oh my god! That will be so amazing. I mean, yes. I mean, it's uh, I don't know what kind of finagling you're going to have to do to get CW and AMC to work together. <laughs> I, I do not recall what their parent companies are, but I believe they are different parent companies. Yeah, so it yeah. might not be so easy to converge those two together. It, we may just have to live in the fantasy world of Twitter, where they just pretend they're all linked together. But oh, I'm sure that there's some fan fiction out there. Oh my god, are you where they combine Walking Dead and Supernatural? That has to exist already. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure there's a Tumblr account dedicated to it for sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, all right, we should probably do the scores for this and then okay. head on our merry way. Uh, what would you give uh, this week's episode? Oh my gosh, I'm so conflicted. Somewhere between, <laughs> it it does have to it it can't go higher than a five. I I am going to warn you. I know, I, I know, going, but I I, I, think, I am I going to enact the rules here. I've been holding on <laughs> a five because I'm waiting for that amazing episode, and I don't know if I'm if I'm too biased. <laughs> are you like you're kind of like. You're like, is it a five because I just I love him so much, or is it a five yeah. because this was? I mean, I I'm now picturing this struggle going on in your head of like yes. I'm trying to be logical, but then you keep getting flashes of that picture you took with him, where you're <laughs> snuggling <laughs> under his arm, and yes. you're like, oh, but maybe it's like, oh wait, but maybe it's because yeah. the episode was I, really good, or oh, but maybe it's because oh, he smelled so nice when we took that picture. Right. Yes, um, I don't think it's. It was a five. I love the episode, but I don't think it was a five. Okay. So I'm going to give it a 4.5. Close, okay. but not a five. 
Well, okay. if it if it helps, if it helps your brain at all, I also mm-hmm. give this episode a four point five. All right. I like. Uh, I do like the Daryl Dixon character. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the man who portrays him. Clearly, yep. not to the level that some people love this man. <laughs> But I do like this character. But, I mean, that's what I was thinking, too. It's yeah. like it was kind of maybe missing that one little bit of something that you can't put your finger on to make yeah, it's it a, a five. It's something. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, usually, and, and, I've, and I've told people this before, like, how do you decide what's a five and how do you decide what's, like, a 4.5 or a 4.75? Like, how do you, like, what's the qualifying information there? And for me, it's like, look, when you, when you start getting into past fours, uh, to me, you start reaching into, like, uh, like, Doctor Strange Land, like it's intangibles yeah. that you can't quite. It's just you know it's a five when you see the episode, and you're like, "That's a five. Yeah, I mean, for me, it. I for me, it is a five if it's an episode that I see it, and then I I I can stop thinking about it for like two days. Yeah, yeah. For me, that's a five because yeah. it it left an impression of me so strong that I just can stop thinking about it. And in this one, I saw it, I liked it, but then the next day I was moving on. Right. So my, that's why for me it's not a fight. Right. My experience yeah. has been um, if I have to think about whether or not it's a five after it's already over, then it's probably not. Um, right. I Like when I watched Guardians of the Galaxy, I knew about there were like maybe 45 minutes left of the movie. It was kind of a gamble because there was that much yeah. left in the movie, but yeah. by that point I'm like, you know what, I'm pretty sure this is like a five in my book. Right. Right, uh, right, and that that happened with uh, the first episode from the season where we didn't even get all the way to the end, and I was just mm-hmm. like, I'm, I think this is like uh, this is as good as it gets for me. Right, and, right. And uh, I think that's usually the case. I, I think it's maybe it's happened once or twice where I've thought about it afterwards, and I'm like, you know what, I think that might be a five. But by and large, the rule of thumb for me is like if I have to if I have to think about it for a really long time, I'm probably more or less trying to convince myself that it's better than it is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think that's i think that's usually the case i'm sitting there trying to convince myself that it's a five so that usually yeah. means it's not but anyway that's all completely subjective you might think this is a five you might think this is like a zero uh <laughs> i think you're nuts if you think it's a zero but no i mean it's all subjective uh yeah. and if you're listening to this chances are you probably more or less tend to agree with what we think because mm-hmm. that's how podcasting usually works. People find people with the voices that they tend to be similar to and then yeah. that's why they listen all the time. So uh, chances are you probably feel close to how we feel, but we may have disagreements from time to time and that's okay. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, before we take off, everybody head on over to cinemageekly.com. Check out all the past episodes that we have up and check out our offerings uh, we have many other podcasts. If you've stumbled across this by accident and you're like, hey, I don't like The Walking Dead, but for some reason I'm going to listen to this whole episode and you're now listening to me now, we have many other options for you to listen to. Uh, we've got, uh, we talk about Marvel, we talk about Doctor Who, we talk about Star Trek every now and again. We don't talk about Gotham anymore, but you can listen to the episodes where we did talk about <laughs> Gotham. Uh, we talk about all of the DC shows. We have shows where people talk about movie trailers. Uh, we have shows like our regular podcast where we talk about all sorts of ridiculous things. And if you listen to this week's episode, it's it might be an all-time great episode. I believe Ben accuses Aaron of being a predator and following around the actor who played Victor Crumb in (laughs) Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Uh, So, yeah, it's all 
all sorts of wackiness. Uh, I feel like we've kind of got something for everybody uh, in in geekdom land. We even have a show where we talk about Better Talk Saul. So, uh, I mean, I feel like we've got most of our bases covered. But, (laughs) hey, look, if you disagree and you think we're not covering all of our bases yet, uh, shoot me an email, uh, cinemageekly.gmail.com, and and let me know if there's something else you'd like to hear uh, in our our bevy of of podcast networks. But if you do like this show and uh, you don't want to go to the trouble of going to the website to find us we're on itunes we're on google play music just search for hear the walking dead and you can hit subscribe and we'll be delivered to you uh as soon as we put up new episodes uh we take all the work out for you essentially it's laziness and that's america (laughs) apparently in 2016 so embrace it everybody and just subscribe to us on itunes and google play music uh aurora and i will return next week to talk season seven of the walking dead episode four called Service.